Welcome to Women Express. I'm your host, Denise Harrington, and I have some adventure for you today. We're going to be going down the path of experiencing what it's like to own our voice and how to do that in the world with power and strength. I'm here with Debbie Adea, and she's a host of a popular podcast called Spiritual Entrepreneur. She's the creator of the podcast on Purpose Online Academy, which I've done, which I recommend. (laughs) I got my podcast as a result of it. And she's a seasoned speaker, podcaster, and spiritual coach and business strategist. I just want to welcome you today. Before I I turn the mic over to you, Debbie, I just want to in many ways, thank you, because there'd be no Women Express podcast without your nurturing and helping me give birth to this. And there were times when taking your voice is this way anyway, but there's times during the whole process that I was cricking and screaming and didn't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Denise. Yeah. (laughs) But we made it through and now we have this venue to really help women establish their voice in the world. That's my mission. And this is going to help to make it a possibility for not only myself, but for others. So I am excited to have you today. Well, I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your amazing show. I honor the extraordinary group of women that listen to this and the message that you're bringing into the world at this time. I feel like it's so very important. This is one of the shows that I was really inspired to help with because I feel like women really, we do need to be expressing fully right here, right now at this time on the planet. We really do. I mean, it's so amazing that the bottom line is we say that our voices are powerful, but the bottom line is not only are they powerful, they matter and they help to make things manifest in our world. And whether it's in business or whether we work for someone else or whether we're at home, it doesn't really matter. But this is the way to get heard and to become more visible. Wouldn't you agree? Mm, it's so true. It's, you know, I'm, I'm a firm proponent of our, our physical voice, because I think a lot of times we forget that our physical voice is actually an instrument that sends out sound waves that are literally touching the people in our lives, everyone that we come in contact with. You know, if you're hearing our voices right now, those, those are sound waves that are coming and they're reaching to you wherever you are in the world. When you speak with your voice, that sound wave goes out into the universe, into the world, and it touches people in whatever way it's being meant and intended. And at a deeper level, you know, I do work with as spiritual entrepreneurs, right? So on a deeper level, I believe that each one of us also has a unique voice of our soul. And that is that unique expression. And if you want to call it just, you know, you think of energy as waves, right, on our planet, it's a unique wave of energy that we bring that is meant to be in here in harmony on the planet to help with whatever it is that we're doing. So it's really important as women that we are expressing not only our physical voice to touch the world in the way that we are uniquely meant to touch the world, but also that we reach in and we express that soul voice that we're born with. And so many times I see this uh, syndromes of people where they have a fear of being seen or a fear of being heard, or the conversation, well, who am I? Who am I to do that? You know, that's a, that's a common thing that I hear for, for women. You know, it's one of the things that we go through is learning to trust our voice, trust who we are, to know that we're meant to be here to be heard, 
to share that unique, beautiful gift of our soul and to, to really bring the planet to where it needs to be today. And sometimes our voice, when we use them, people are not used to it. We might not even be used to it. Mm -hmm. And there may be people who disagree with it once we've decided to speak up. But you have to speak up and stand out. The platform is available to us as women. More and more of us are coming together to speak. So you don't even have to be alone in your process of coming out and expanding yourself through the use of your physical voice and also that voice that that really helps you to stand up and become. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say surround yourself with some powerful other women in your life. I have, uh, I like to call them soul sisters. I have some powerful women in my life. Denise is now one of them as well, where we, we really see the greatness in each other and we stand for each other's voices to be heard. And I think it can be pretty scary. I know for me, when I started talking about spirituality, that was a big deal for me because I came from corporate and I had hidden that side of myself away for many, many years. And it took a lot. My voice was shaking yeah. <laughs> when I went on to talk about that. It was, it was almost, I would say, borderline terrifying for me to talk about that side of things because I grew up in a very mystical yet also very cosmopolitan family in D.C., right, where there was this deeply, I, I call them the Claire family, the clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, you know, that I grew up in. And then there was, you know, my dad who was president of a bank and my grandpa was in the FBI. There was two two worlds together. And I felt like I was living in one and hiding the other. And I think that each one of us has that part of us where we're living maybe in one. And there's some voice that we need to turn up a little bit, that part of us that we're really scared to share that we're afraid if someone sees, they'll no longer love us, like us, approve of us. It's not okay. But I can tell you there's a huge gift, even if your voice is shaking, to, to go and share that side of yourself. I know for me, pushing publish on that first, you know, day of my show and having people hear about my story, I was like, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> and then afterwards seeing, you know, well, the world didn't end. No one came in and, you know, nothing happened that was terrifying. But in my mind, I had built it up like it was going to be a big thing. And I started to realize that more and more people, you know, utilize those, the consciousness-based principles in life and in business than I had realized from having, you know, extraordinary guests on my show that that are very successful in business, but you didn't normally talk about that 99% behind the scenes. Right? Most of so, us don't. I mean, I know yeah. in my own business, I don't tell people that I've have 40 plus years of meditation under my belt. And that's an approach that I take to helping my clients become more successful. And my, my work is all about teaching people how to present. So I see people evolve every single day, men and women evolving every single day through getting up on that platform of communication. It's so powerful. Yet it is. It's big, scary stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is scary. And that's why I think it's great to have other women with you on the journey, having, you know, your sisters with you, having having an environment where you you feel safe, having practices where you you know, maybe even just with yourself alone, <laughs> take some time and do whatever practices you need to do to let go of any of the fears that you may be carrying or whatever, but trusting that your voice needs to be heard. It's time for us to express. It is time for us to express. It's our turn. There are certain techniques and tips that I'm going to be giving each week now as a, as a result of this podcast on how to use your voice. But I want people to hear from those experts who are out there using their voice on a day-to-day -day basis. First thing is, is next time you're sitting in that corporate boardroom and you're shaking in your boots, take down three things that you 
feel like you need to say and say them. Just say them and let's see what happens as a result, that reverberation that happens out there, because what you're going to find is you become more of yourself as a result of speaking up. I want to ask you one question, though, that I think will help women in this direction. One thing that I notice for myself and for a lot of women today is that women-owned entrepreneurs and business owners are growing at a phenomenal rate. Twice as fast. Yeah, the statistics say twice as fast as general business. And it says also that we, our firms, are generating $1.9 trillion. That's phenomenal. And that we're employing over 12 million people. And it doesn't happen, wouldn't you say, because you're dealing with business entrepreneurs, you've been in business yourself, you've, you've worked with big business just like I have and still do every day. One of the things I can say is that women do this because we have a different approach to business and that we want to get out there and try it. Yes, Definitely. I, you know, I, I find that women typically were more cooperative in the way that we approach business. I know for a long time for me when I was in corporate, working for someone else, I was trying to be who I thought I should be. And I wore the suits and the heels and I put my hair up. And <laughs> if you saw me now, right now I'm doing this at home and my, my there's a cat at my side and I'm very comfortable. I just got back from a beach walk here in San Diego. Uh, now, when I go out and speak, I still do what I need to do to look good or when I'm with clients. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when I do it, I do it as a woman. Now, I don't worry about trying to do business as a man. And I feel like, especially as, as women entrepreneurs, a lot of the time, you know, we're looking now to create a new paradigm for business and how we lead from a feminine place and not from, uh, you know, more of a forceful place or a competitive place or feeling like we have to have everything all buttoned up. I was at a workshop last weekend and the guy from stage said, you know, it used to be that if you came from corporate back in the 90s, that you had to have everything together and you were really terrified that if you looked stupid, you know, you, would, you wouldn't do well. You had to know everything. And now you look stupid if you act like you know everything. That's Things true. have really changed. It has. And, uh, and, and coming from a place of you know, really owning your truth and being vulnerable and being real and communicating in a way that is not always even verbal. A good friend of mine said that uh, her mother is one of the top salespeople in real estate. She always goes to her. She sold like four properties in two weeks, a couple weeks ago. And she says she sells with energy, not with words. Yeah. And you know, the nonverbal communication is really all about the energy. You know, 55% of your effectiveness as a communicator is the, the nonverbal, the, the way mm -hmm. that your energy comes through your body expression. And, and I feel it's in, important for you to understand how to take that energy, which oftentimes presents itself as nervousness, yeah, mm -hmm. worry, fear, all of that. If you could channel that energy through the techniques of communication, it makes it easy for you. You don't feel any better inside because if you're not nervous, you're dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's so true. But if you it's can so channel that nervous energy, that energy can help you to excel. It's the nonverbal that really carries the message. It really does. There's a practice that I love to use. I um, So I, I used to do some singing semi-professionally and I wrote a song and I put it out 
And I remember I was at church one day and I was singing in the service and I, my system got overloaded and my throat locked up and I couldn't sing. I literally couldn't express anymore. There was no way that my voice was going to come out. And I stopped singing altogether. And then a friend of mine came to me and he said, my father passed away and I want you to come to the funeral and sing <laughs> at my father's funeral, your song. And I thought there's no way I can do it because my throat is my channel of communication and when I get overly emotional, it would lock up on me. I could, I literally couldn't talk, like couldn't express. And I thought, but I have to do this for my friend, so I'm going to do it. And I, and I learned this technique, and it worked like a charm where literally you envision, let's say you've got a big board meeting or you've got a, you're going on stage or you're going to go meet someone and you have to have a conversation that's challenging for you. Literally just you close your eyes and you imagine that you're there as if you're having that conversation. So for me, I was actually imagining myself singing my song at this funeral with my friends crying and their mother crying and everything. And I allowed the emotions that were going to come to well up in advance in that moment in that safe space for me. And I didn't try to suppress them or push them away, but instead I treated them like they were a teacher for me. And I let them come up and I said, I'm giving you your time. What do you need to tell me? And I let it come up until I could get to a space of just being grateful for them as a teacher. And then they dissipated because when we resist something, we're actually energizing that in our experience. And when we allow it to move through us, it actually moves through and there's nothing left there for us to resist against. And so for me, I went in and I sang, I didn't cry. Everyone <laughs> was moved. It was great. Um, and it became a practice that I do ongoingly. If I have something that's really big where I know I'm going to have those emotions, that fear come up. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to allow yourself to be able to be present and powerful. You know, one thing that just piggybacking off of what you just said, one of the biggest fears that women have that I've seen in terms of making themselves more visible, whether it's corporate or whether they're volunteering, is the uh, they feel that they, one, will get emotional and two, have been told that we're too emotional. And if you think about it, em emotional emotion is energy in motion. That's what emotion is. And because women tend to be more emotional, it's our strength. It's our superpower. It's the mm -hmm. thing that we can do really well. Now, I'm not saying that you stand up and you start talking and you start crying and you do that every single time or you go up at the end of your sentences like sometimes we do or we do the happy smile thing. These are all nervous energy. But if you can take that energy, like you just said, and really bring it up from within yourself and know that whatever you said, whatever the emotion is, you can use that emotion to really be much more powerful from your space. It's so critical that our passion, you know, guys, they tell guys all the time, oh, he's passionate. Well, he's being emotional too. It's just emotion in a different way. So claim your emotion. Don't be afraid as a woman to be emotional. That's how we get people moved and inspired. It's so true. It really is a superpower. And so is our sensitivity. You know, we hear a lot of times people say, oh, you're so sensitive. Or you're, you know, if, you, if you're someone who has, you know, a strong intuitive or feeling nature, right? And you know what? That shouldn't be a negative thing. The fact that we are sensitive means that we pick up on clues and cues that other people don't. So rather than trying to toughen up or, you know, make ourselves more again on the masculine side of things like the old model, right? The old model. Allowing, yeah, the old model. 
allowing that um, intuitive insight and that sensitivity to guide and direct us to the things that we're meant to be doing to the things that are, are truth for us. Let's talk about what's going on right now in the world. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah. just be honest about what's happening. So, One of the most powerful times in my business, in the business of getting people to speak at big conferences or political conferences. This is what we call the Olympics of speaking. Everyone's out running for an office. Everyone has something to say. Now, I'm not going to get into blue or red or any of that. I just want to talk about the platform of taking the power of who you are and presenting. Two years ago in January, we came together collectively with our voices Mm-hmm. And I believe, and we, we've been talking, you and I, about the old paradigm, the male paradigm. The male paradigm is shifting. And it's we're coming to a place where I believe, and I've been in women's leadership development now for almost 20 years. I was a pioneer in that field or in this field. And what I'm noticing, I thought it was going to happen sooner. But what I'm noticing is the shift is happening and that there's a broader spectrum making it okay for us to stand up and have a voice. And not only okay, but imperative. What do you think? I agree. I think the contrast of of maybe what our voice might express has gotten so strong <laughs> that that there's now the space for us, I think, even to be a little bit louder. It's like it, it feels more in rapport with what's going on in the world for us to stand up and speak more strongly. And, and, and it is imperative. It's really important that we as women, you know, get together and share share that unique gift of woman with the world. And that's all of us, not just the pretty, perfect, you know, makeup, hair, whatever. This is like our raw passion, our um, our strength, our power, our maternal instinct to protect what we love. Like all of who we are, we need to bring to the world right now. Mm-hmm. The world really needs our power. And I think everybody sees that it's really our time. If you were to give two or three things that you would like to see women do in order to take their voice or find their voice or be with their voice, what would that be? What would those things be? You know what? I I think really allowing yourself the space to speak your truth. And, you know, I think a lot of times we get on social media and we just show what's perfect, right? What's everything that's, you know, it's like false social media land or something. (laughs) But, and I think we're afraid to say things that could offend, but, you know, it's a platform too. So is a podcast, if you wanted to start your own show, like having a platform where you can start to express and say what's really true for you. And it doesn't have to be that you're making someone else wrong. It's just that you are sharing what your truth is, right? And and banding together, I think, and taking a stand uh, as women in leadership. I would also say one of my favorite practices that I do just individually, and I'd invite you to do this for every woman in your life, um, I call it living namaste. And if you know what namaste means, it means I bow to the greatness in you, or I honor the light in you, whatever, whatever you, however you want to say it. Um, the light inside of me honors and acknowledges the light inside of you. The greatness inside of me honors and acknowledges the greatness inside of you. And wherever I am, if I'm in line at the grocery store, if I'm at a gas station or whatever, and I witness someone, I literally am living namaste. I'm, I'm, I'm witnessing that greatness and that light inside of the person. And I would like to invite us as women 
to start to honor and acknowledge the light inside of us and the light inside of others as a practice. So when you greet a woman, you know, I think sometimes in the past, there was a competitive thing, especially in business, women didn't feel safe to really source the power of other women. And a strange phenomenon that I witnessed over and over again. And the truth is we need to stand for each other. So I invite you for the women in your life or the women that you meet, wherever you are, to truly live namaste, to let the light inside of you acknowledge and honor the lightness, the light inside of them or the greatness inside of you, witness that greatness inside of them and call it forth. Because when we do that collectively, we start to pull forth that beautiful inherent wisdom that each woman carries and bring more of that into the planet together. It's so true. And you know, they say now that there are more women running for office who have no experience. They're just running because they feel committed. And I think mm -hmm. that what you're saying about live namaste and seeing in other women, there are a lot of women that are stepping out there just on trusting themselves. And one of the biggest things that we can do as women is to support each other, support mm -hmm. each other when we're stepping out there. It's not easy for someone to take a voice and to take a stand because taking a voice is synonymous with taking a stand and taking mm -hmm. a stand is synonymous of identifying yourself. In corporate language, taking a stand or having a voice creates a brand. Mm -hmm. I love that. Taking a stand creates a brand. It I creates it. a brand. So if you've made a decision to stand up for the rest of the women around you, support her. And if you see yourself that there's someone who has a voice and they're not using it, reach back and help her have a platform. Give her a platform by just saying namaste. I believe in you. I think what you have to say is powerful and really support that in each other. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. And that's perfect. I think the more that we do that for each other, we're naturally going to be expressing more because the power of women when we stand together and stand for each other is exceptional. It's very it's exceptional. Is, it's unique. Yeah, it's really powerful. I have to share this little story. I was I went to the second Women's March, which, you know, the first one was the first. So there's nothing that ever can capture the spirit of that. I, I met so many mm -hmm. women I didn't even know, but we were best friends, even just from knowing. And I haven't even seen most of them. But when you saw us together then, it was like we've known each other forever. But coming out of the second one, a second March, a year later, I was coming out of Jackson Park, which is right in front of the White House, because we had been there, you know, raising our voices and making ourselves known as women. And I came out of the park headed towards one of my favorite restaurants because we were hungry by that time. And there was a little girl who had on this. She was so cute. Mm. She had on her little dress and her T-shirt said, I'm a girl. What's your superpower? Oh, I love it. That is so awesome. Isn't that oh sweet? And there was so much, there was just so much resilience and happiness in her face. And now, you know, she's standing there. I'm a girl. What's your superpower? <laughs> That's what I want to see for our future generation. Yeah. I absolutely want to see... Uh, a girls and women owning that, owning who we are. As we're talking, I'm actually looking on my feed to see if I can find, there was a woman who had a poster at the one that I was at that I loved. 
and I'm looking it up as we're talking. Well, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny that you're looking at uh, for that in your feed because the interesting thing about being having our superpower is having done this for so long. I know it's amazing. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at her feed right now. Having I, done this for so long, I've seen so many women's careers change once I teach them how to present. I mean, literally, they become so much more powerful in themselves and so much more confident in themselves when they can stand in a meeting or sit in a meeting where they're surrounded by all men. Because quite frankly, most of the halls of business are all men. And I mm -hmm. just happen to work in the sports industry as well as the high tech industry where we're usually one. Mm -hmm. And I'm African-American, so I was one of one. <laughs> but letting women understand how to use their voices, I literally have seen women's careers change just by getting the ability to speak. That's so true, Denise. It's I, I remember for me, that was one of the, the gifts presentation and being able to share your voice and speak on a podcast in the boardroom on stage in front of a customer, that one thing, your voice is your asset. The more that you can share and your voice and speak your truth powerfully, the more that you will be promoted, the more that you will reach people, the more that you will transform things, the more that you'll serve your clients. And actually this thing that I was pulling up on my feed says, I want every girl to know that her voice can change the world. And this girl is holding up the sign. And that just, that hit my heart when I saw that during that March. And um, you got to send that to me. I will. <laughs> I will send it to you. I, I'll put it in the podcast notes. Every, okay. You know, and we can, we can change the world. And that's the whole reason for me doing this podcast. I want all of you that are listening to know whether you feel your voice is small and you don't want to be on a big stage, you just want to talk or you're afraid to talk. I'm, I want to say namaste to you. Talk talk. And for those of you who want to be out on a big stage, stop waiting, get on a big stage. And that brings me back to thanking Debbie again, because literally, I had this podcast idea on a on my whiteboard with sticky notes for for a year. And it was you that really, and this is typical of women, were great nurturers. She listened to my whining, she listened to she looked at my fears, and she just help me give birth to this. And it's just that simple about your voice, women. Let's just get out there and express and find the other women who will say namaste and will support the greater power in you, that ability to inspire, to motivate, to change, to put a stake in the ground, and to literally lead. That's speaking with impact. And that's what Women Express is all about. Well, thank you, Debbie. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Denise. I honor you. You are extraordinary. And I'm so grateful for who you be in the world and the beautiful work you do helping so many people have their voice and share it from the stage, share it in their lives and just uh, express. That's what it is. So welcome to Women Express and keep coming back. There are going to be new episodes coming up. And one of those will be Debbie. 
And I'd like you, Debbie, now to give us some information about who you are, how we get in touch with you, because we're about women helping in women. <laughs> well, thank you, Denicia. I am um, my main website. If you want to check me out is deviadea.com. And it sounds like Debbie, but it's actually Debbie with a V. So it's D-E-V-I-A-D-E-A.com, eight letters. And uh, you can always check out my podcast, Spiritual Entrepreneur at spiritualentrepreneur.com. I do a lot of work with helping people truly to express the voice of their soul on a global platform and to build a profitable business around that. That's something that lights up my heart and soul. And I would love to support you if there's anything I can do to help you express in the world. So thanks for being here today and sharing this time with Denise and I. Yeah, that's a important piece of the puzzle. And also, if you want to get in touch with me, you can get in touch with me at dot womenexpresspodcast.com. I'm looking forward to the next moments with you and the next time that we can inspire one another. And for inform of what we've been talking about today, I want to say namaste. Live your purpose, live your truth, and women, let's express. Thank you so much. We had a great time today. What I'd like to ask you to do is to rate us, give us good ones, review, and subscribe. And if you love the time you spent with us and loved our speakers, our interviewees, then share this with your friends. That's collectively Women Express. Thank you for being with me. Bye for now. <laughs>